Hi everyone and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about failure because I think a lot of people find it difficult to reboot themselves during failure. And one of the things that you know I want to talk about today is, is how to manage failure. I'm going to give you some examples from my career, my life, and also Firms Consulting, right? Many of you are familiar with the Firms Consulting Executive Program. If you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a subscriber to that program where we teach you in enormous detail how to go into companies and fix their problems. Right? It's just incredible the amount of detail. There's nothing like that in the world. But let me tell you a story. Right? Before Firms Consulting was founded, we ran a different company that was trying to do this. And that company failed miserably. It just didn't work. I mean, sure, we ended up making money. Bottom line is it failed. And I remember at the time, many people said, you know what, there's no business here. And I disagreed. I said, look, there is a market to teach people strategy at a practical level, step by step. You know, strategy is taught by MBA programs, teaches you the concepts. But what the hell do you do on 8 a.m. on a Monday morning? That's what I felt was missing, that step-by-step instruction. What is the first thing you do? What is the second thing you do? What is the third thing you do? It's almost like breaking down every step of a study into like a thousand steps so you can follow it and do it yourself. I felt there was a need for that. I felt there was a need because when I was in a consultant, I never had that training and I could have used it. So initially we failed and we stopped that, right? And then I started a blog, which people liked and wanted me to train them, became firms consulting. But the idea wasn't always we'd go back to the strategy training. And then we had the idea of what about Rather than just putting out templates and slides about you know strategy toolkits and methodologies, which is what we first tried to do when we built the executive program, I said, okay, let's do this completely differently. Let's take an entire study and break it down into individual steps. And for each step, we'll load up the PowerPoint and do the video. People said I was crazy when I wanted to do that. They said, well, I'm not sure this will work. And we did it. That's the tech merger strategy study, which we launched, I think, around June of 2014. Now, the one thing about everything Firms Consulting has never has ever lost has never been this big success where, you know, everything just spikes out and we get Twitter hits and so on. We've never had that. In, none of our programs have been like that. But our programs are always steadily grown. So we launched that study. It was successful and growing. And even before it became a breakout hit, I said, let's do another study and we would live blog it. So there I was, no market for this, and I'm live blogging the study. Eventually, the live blog came to 600 pages. That is known as the lab or the U.S. banking market entry strategy study, which we released in April this year. That became a very big success. Then we took it even further and said, what if we went after an enormous turnaround strategy? That is the Empire International strategy. And the point I'm trying to make here is that a lot of people, when they start something and it's not very successful, they give up. They give up because they because it's very simple. You are relying on external validation. When you rely on external validation and you don't get it in the form of revenue, sales, or praise, or promotion, you give up. People will rely on external validation by default and not visionaries. Because a visionary sees something in the future that no one else can see. And even though no one validates it initially, they constantly tweak it and adjust it and work towards it. 
And I remember when we first launched this, people said, what? We don't understand firms consulting business model. What the hell are you doing? And I said, well, we are a B2C company. We're not all consulting firms are B2B. We are B2C. We do these big studies not because we want the money from the client for whom we've done the study. We're doing these studies to collect the data, convert it into a training material, and then push it out to our B2C subscription clients. And initially, people always say, I don't understand your business model. That's not what they mean. They say that they do understand our business model, but they've never seen something like it before. So therefore, because they've never seen something like it, they assume it cannot work. If I had listened to all those people and relied on external validation, the executive program would not be what it is today. The key here is that people fail a lot, but you quit when you fail if you seek external validation. So, for example, if you are an executive or you're a consultant and you're trying to learn certain skills or trying to do certain things, don't be disappointed if you fail. Learn from it. Pick yourself up and do it better the next time. Do it better the next time. Do it better the next time. The learning curve effects are important. I remember speaking to a partner at BCG recently, explaining to them how we've, why we do certain things that we do. And in speaking to him, it's very clear to me that even though we've spent so many years doing this, the value is that we've personally experienced failure and personally had to overcome those challenges. And because we've personally overcome those challenges, that institutional knowledge is basically priceless. So if BCG wants to do this, they couldn't do it because they'd have to go through all of the mistakes we had went through. Then obviously at that point I kept quiet because I didn't want to share all the things we had learned. But my point is this, when you fail, remember that you will always quit if you seek external validation. If you are internally driven, which means you are a visionary, that's another word for it, you can see something the market cannot see. You may not be the best at explaining it to the market now, but you have to constantly push in that direction. So the moral of the story is don't be someone who needs to be driven by seeking external validation. I don't seek external validation. How do you know that? Because I don't even seek attention, right? I do stuff, I believe in it, and I know there's a market for it, and I know that people eventually come around to that way of thinking. And it's true, because if you look at firms consulting today, the case interview stuff is not the biggest part of firms consulting. The stuff we do in the executive program is now by far the biggest part of firms consulting. And when we started off, no one understood what we were doing. Even when we were doing the Empire International Study, people just said, Oh, I don't understand your business model. Like, I'm going to then take time to explain to them. It's fine, you don't understand it. That's your problem, right? Live with it. So when you are a visionary, people are going to shoot you down all the time. Now, I'm not saying I'm a visionary. I'm probably a visionary when I take too much pulls and I start seeing things that are not there. But the point I'm making is that for you, don't be someone who needs external validation to proceed. You are going to fail. And you need internal drive, also known as vision, to proceed. So if you have any comments about this, please feel free to post it. But honestly, don't be someone that seeks external validation because you will always seek external validation. And actually, it becomes a tool to manipulate you. By simply withholding praise, people can control you, right? Or worse, they can make you change your strategy, which is actually worse. As always, if you have comments or queries, I'll be more than happy to respond to them.